months, two weeks and two days since Russia started its military operations in Ukraine, the West is still keeping up pressure on that country. This time, the group of seven or the G7 have come out with a statement saying that they will reduce their dependency on Russian oil. What's in the latest statement? Here's all you need to know. Hello and welcome to the BL Podcast. I am Nivedita Varadarajan. The G7 nations, that is France, Canada, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK and the US have once again come out to condemn Russia's and I quote here, unprovoked, unjustifiable and illegal military aggression against Ukraine, unquote. The statement goes on to say that the aggression, and I quote again, has resulted in terrible humanitarian catastrophe in the heart of Europe, unquote. It goes on to add that Russia has violated the international rule-based order, particularly the UN Charter. The G7 leaders also assured Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky their, quote, full solidarity and support in defending its sovereignty, territorial integrity and democratic future, among others. The statement was issued even as Europe and Russia marked the victory over Nazis and the end of the Second World War. So what is in this statement? The grouping highlighted some main objectives. The first one is to reduce their dependence on Russian energy in a timely and orderly manner. This includes both phasing out and even banning the import of Russian oil. The second one is to isolate the Russian economy by preventing the provision of key services, including to Russian banks and the country's financial system. Countering Russian propaganda and sanctioning Russia's financial elites were also mentioned in the statement. This statement vehemently condemned Russian President Vladimir Putin and it also does a good job of building pressure on Russia. But there is one problem. It does not specify what action each country will take to make a move away from Russia. As you know well, Europe is highly dependent on Russia to meet its energy needs. Even after the war in Ukraine, many European nations have continued to buy Russian oil. The European Union imported fossil fuels worth £44 billion from Russia since the war broke out. A recent report published by the Centre for Research on Energy and Clean Air shows. This accounts for 71% of Russia's exports in the period, the data shows. The largest importer was Germany, followed by Italy. France and the US are also on this list. The US is not a major consumer of Russian hydrocarbons, so it has already banned import. Germany has opposed calls for a full boycott. The European Union is aiming to cut its reliance by two-thirds by the end of this year, but Hungary has rejected this proposal. The Czech and the Slovak governments want a transition period. The call for a boycott of Russian oil products should be seen in this context. It is not quite possible for Europe to quit just yet. Nearly half of Russia's crude and petroleum products are exported to Europe, according to the International Energy Agency. This is almost 2.2 million barrels per day of crude oil and 1.2 million barrels per day of petroleum products. If Europe can cut its Russian dependence, it could really hurt Russia. Till then, the European nations would be at least partly funding Russia's campaign in Ukraine. The other objectives are a little easier to do comparatively. 
Several top companies around the world have already suspended their services in Russia and several Russian banks have been excluded from the SWIFT system. The West has also banned several Russian TV channels in a bid to clip Russian propaganda. In its latest list of actions against Russian companies, the US will sanction joint stock company Channel 1 Russia, television station Russia 1 and joint stock company NTV Broadcasting Company. No US company can advertise on these channels or sell them equipment. The US and the EU have already issued several sanctions on Russian elites and banks. Even Putin's daughters, Katrina Tikhonova and Maria Voronsova have been sanctioned by the EU, US and the UK in early April. The US will also impose visa restrictions on over 2000 Russian and Belarusian officials and the US has also planned to impose sanctions on officials of the Gazprom bank. Thank you for listening to us. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider subscribing to us on Spotify or on Google Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.